Welcome to the Kingdom Citizen Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Phillips. We're back into our Following Jesus series. And in today's episode, we're talking about Jesus' command to love others. The emphasis we're going to be focusing on is how we follow Jesus' example in loving others by putting their needs above our own. You see, he set this example in that although Jesus possessed all the power in the universe, he humbled himself to show love to his disciples and told us to do the same. So I hope you hear from the Lord in today's episode. I hope you become even more established in the faith and live out your full potential as a kingdom citizen. Let's go. In today's episode on following Jesus in loving others, we're going to be looking at how Jesus demonstrates his love for us. How Jesus has all power, yet he humbled himself completely, serving even his enemy and his betrayer. Now, I've got a question for you. I want you to think about the people in your life that you love the most. Just take a second, take a couple of seconds, let their names, their faces flood through your mind and your heart and your emotion. When you have them, okay, here we go. How do you show your love for them? How do you express it? How do you show it? How do they show you that they love you? And have you ever had someone show you love in a way that you never expected. I mean, it came out of left field. It blew you out of the water. It was a love when you weren't lovable, when you didn't deserve it. It was extraordinary love expressed towards you. Now today, in our episode, I want to share with you a story about how Jesus showed that kind of love to his followers in an unexpected way. And this story is going to teach us how to love like Jesus. Now, you may not think you're up for it, but today you're going to learn how to love supernaturally by following Jesus in loving others. Here's our story from God's Word. As we look at Jesus sharing a very special meal with his followers and learning how to love like Jesus. Now, as Jesus and his followers were eating their meal together, he got up from the table and he took off his outer garments. And he wrapped a towel around his waist and began to pour water into a bowl and then started washing his disciples' feet and drying them with the towel. When Jesus came to one of his disciples named Peter, Peter refused and said, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? But Jesus said, you do not understand what I'm doing now, but afterward you will understand. And Peter said, no, no, you will never wash my feet. Jesus replied, Peter, if I don't wash you, you will have no part with me. (laughs) Peter reacted. He said, then Lord, don't just wash my feet, but wash all of me. And Jesus said, a person who's taken a bath is already clean. They only need to have their feet washed. You are clean. But then Jesus said, not all of you gathered here today are clean. Jesus said this because he knew that one of his followers at the table that night was going to betray him. And when Jesus had finished washing their feet, he put back on his clothes and returned to his place at the table. And then he asked his disciples, do you understand what I've done for you? He told them, you are right for calling me teacher and for calling me Lord. And now that I've washed your feet, 
you should also wash one another's feet. And just as I have done this for you, you too should wash each other's feet. Jesus said, a servant is not greater than his master. And now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them following me. This is the end of our story from God's word. Guys, there's so much for us to learn in this one encounter. What's so special about this story is that in all of the gospels, Jesus has laid out this story for us to remember his act of service to his disciples. To see the king of all kings, the master of the universe, bent over and humbling himself in this special way. But I want you to grab it. I want you to really see, before we break the story down, I want you to see something important. At the end of the story, this wasn't just an exercise. It was a teachable moment. And Jesus is saying, guys, if you're going to follow me, you must love others. So let's see what this story has to teach us uh, and help us about knowing how to follow Jesus better in the way that we love and serve others. Think about the way that Jesus showed his love in the story. I mean, can you just see it? When you think about what was on Jesus' mind in this encounter, he was about to face the challenge of his life on earth. He was about to be crucified for our sins. He had Calvary and the crucifixion on his mind, in his sight, but all the while mindful to serve his followers, to serve his people. You know, I heard a, uh, a pastor and a distant mentor of mine uh, say this phrase one time, what do you do when you find yourself the most powerful person in the room? And his answer was you serve. And that's exactly what Jesus did. Even though he's about to face the cross, what he did was he bent over a basin and he took up a towel and he washed his disciples' feet. Why do you think Jesus served his disciples in this way. I want you to really think about it. Whether you're driving or using this as part of your quiet time or whatever you're doing, just, just stop. Think about that. Why do you think Jesus served in this, his disciples in this way with all that was about to happen, all that was on his mind, all that was needed to do? Why did he serve his disciples? This? Why did he wash their feet? You know, there's a lot of cultural significance to it. But the main answer to that question is this. He did it as an example. What you have seen me do, now do to each other. What you have seen me do, now show that love toward others. You know, this is totally different than how most people in power would act. But Jesus is flipping the culture on its head. He's saying that in the kingdom, Follow my example in the way you love others and put their needs above your own. In the beginning of the podcast, we talked about how we were going to talk about a supernatural kind of love, this following Jesus in the way we love others. And in Jesus' example with his closest disciples and his friends, it didn't stop there. It extended even in the way he treated the man who was about to betray him. You know, it's easy to love the lovable. But what about loving others that don't love us back or, or don't love us first? And when we look at this story, what does it teach us about loving those that we love 
and loving those that hate us. You know, Matthew chapter five, verse 43 through 48 really address this. And we can see in Jesus act there in washing the defeat, especially with the disciple that was about to betray him. We see that Jesus, you could say he was practicing what he preached. And what he preached before that is found in Matthew chapter five and verse 43 says this. You have heard it said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. He causes the sun to rise on the evil and on the good. He sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those that love you, Jesus said, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your brothers, then what are you doing more than others? Don't even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Guys, this scripture, Jesus is talking about a love that goes way beyond us. You could say a supernatural ability to love. And what I want you to think about is this. How can you do this in your own life? How can you love others in the pattern and the example of Jesus? What would it look like? to get outside of our ability to love and get in on the ability that Jesus gives us by his love filling our heart to supernaturally love others. That's what we're going to get to later. Don't give up on us. But to help us see that, I want you to look at Peter's response. Peter was trying to get a grip on what Jesus was doing and Jesus tried to wash his feet. Peter rebuffs him, rejects it, won't allow it to be done. And here's my question. I want you to think about this. Why do you think Peter did not want Jesus to wash his feet? Why do you think so? What do you think about that? Why was he so opposed to it? You know, I found in my life, when I have a hard time receiving love, is when I feel unlovable. I have a hard time accepting love if I'm not loving myself. And I think there was something in Peter where he didn't understand what Jesus was accomplishing and he hadn't really allowed that love to wash over his life. And Jesus took that as a teachable moment. And I wonder if in this podcast right now, this isn't a teachable moment for you. I love what Jesus said. Peter, If I don't wash your feet, if you don't allow me to extend this expression of love to you, you'll have no part with me. And I wonder if this is a teachable moment for you. If this is a wake-up call to say you are loved by Jesus, you are accepted in him, you are considered his daughter, you are his son, He loves you with all the love of the great eternal living God. The one who fashioned you together inside of your mother's womb. The one who has watched you all the days of your life. Your champion is cheering for you. He loves you. Will you receive it? Will you accept it? Will you allow it to wash over your life so that you're changed by it? And so that you have a supernatural love to share with others. So in what ways is it difficult for you to accept God's love for your life? 
Peter accepted this act of love from Jesus. He said, wash all of me. It was an overreaction, but it was a great reaction. Can you accept Jesus' unconditional love for you? Can you accept it? Can you have even just that overreaction that Peter had in this moment and say, let your love wash over all of me? So what needs to change in your life for you to believe and accept Jesus' unconditional love for you? And after Jesus washed his disciples' feet, he gave his instructions to his disciples. What I have done for you, do to others. Guys, I think the most exciting thing for me about this lesson is knowing we are loved so that we can love others. Is realizing and accepting the love of Christ for Kevin Phillips so Kevin Phillips has something to give to others. Guys, I wasn't always the guy that you see on these podcasts. For some of you and I, we have a more intimate relationships. We're friends. We, we're acquaintances. We're coworkers. We're partners. For some of you, we're strangers. And all you know is podcast KP. But for some of you who have known me my whole life, you know, I didn't always experience the love of Christ. I didn't allow it to wash over my life. You know what it came out? It came out in a lot of anger. It came out in a lot of bitterness. It, it came out in a lot of uh, prejudice. It came out in a lot of other ways. And when I look back on my life, the root of me not loving others is I didn't love myself. And I put up a wall against any person that tried to love me. And I put up a big wall to resist the love of God over my life. But listen, when that love broke through when I was 18 years old, when I really became convicted and convinced that this man right here was loved by Jesus, that love changed my life. Guys, I want to share something with you. In Romans chapter 5, verse 5, this was so pivotal in changing my perspective on the love of God for me and how I'm to, I want to share it with you. And I'm hoping today you could have that awakening factor and let the love of God wash over your life so that you have the ability to love with a supernatural love. In Romans chapter five, verse five, Paul said, and hope does not disappoint us. Why? Because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit that he has given to us. Listen, maybe you're saying, KP, you're asking me to love in a way I'm not capable of. You're, you're asking me to love in a way that I just can't do it. I don't know if anybody can. Here's what I have to say about that. You're right. God is requiring of us to love others a way that in ourself we are not capable of. He's calling us to a higher level of love. It's a supernatural ability to love. And the only way we can do it is with this, that God has poured his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, transforming us, changing us, making us, loving us, making us lovable and then giving us the ability to love supernaturally. Listen, if you are a kingdom citizen, 
and you bring down your defenses and let the love of God wash over you, guess what? Now you have something to give. You can love with a supernatural love. You can love in the example of Jesus. You can follow Jesus in the way you love others and live out the fullness of the love of God as a kingdom citizen. Guys, today's podcast was meaningful to me. As a person that felt unlovable and held love back for so many years, I want you to know the love of Jesus washed over me, changed me, and he can change you too. So here's my question. How can you develop the attitude and habits of accepting Jesus' love for your life and obeying his command to love others? You know, for most of us, we want to give that kind of love, but before we can give it, We have to receive it. So let the love of God be poured out on your hearts. And then just as freely as you received it, you can freely give it. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you live out that full potential. Let's go following Jesus and love others with a supernatural love.